Welcome to Everything In Between, and we are your hosts, Siobhan and Sam. Today is our anniversary. We were talking about this song. We know who made it. Who made it again? <laughs> Tony, 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 Tony. Tony. It's not Tony, Tony, Tony? Oh, or is it? I don't I think it's I think it's Tony Tony Tony. Is it Tony Tony Tone? Now I was talking shit talking about uh, I, <laughs> I thought it was Babyface. I thought it was Babyface. And she was like, no, it's Tony Tony Tony. No, it yep, is it's, Tony Tony Tony. It's to- okay, so here's the thing. It's spelled different. Each one. Tony mm-hmm. Tony Tony. So oh. it might the last one might be Tone because it's E with an accent. So it's T-O-N-Y uh, then exclamation point. O N I exclamation point and then T O N E with an accent exclamation point. Yeah, so, yeah. Obviously, guys, you know pronunciation <laughs> is not my thing because the noir professionals we are struggling <laughs> that way back in the day. So it might be yeah. Well, I don't know. So we speaking of noir professionals, this is our anniversary show, and um, that's how we started, right? Should we yeah, talk about absolutely. that? Um, sure. So, or you know what? I think we should talk about, and we never really got into it. Just give them a little bit of background before we go over our favorite shows of the year. Is what really got our podcast started? If I remember, mm-hmm. you had made a comment in a group that we were in, and then I was just like, mm-hmm. "Oh, I would do that," and then it just <laughs> actually came together. Do yeah. you remember? Yeah. Yes, I do. Because it was like, what is something that you would like to do or something? And I was just like, oh, I want to do a podcast. And my idea for a podcast, I think, was a little bit more um, grander than than I really am of a person. Like, I wanted to do this talk show or this podcast about, you know, um, uplifting women and things for women and you know, and I'm not even that person like I, I have my moments you know it's not something mm-hmm. I can make a whole show of though you know um, because I'm really a very not so serious person you know that I'm trying to say like so my thought when I first thought about the podcast was oh we're going to do a podcast and we're going to have uplifting information for women so we can grow together as a community and blah 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 but like literally I ran out of things after show three and I was just like, okay, I'm done with this. Let's do something fun. And let's talk about, <laughs> let's just talk about nonsense, you know, cause that's more my speed, you know what I mean? And I think like, it's important. Um, if you're doing a podcast, like, like we are to be sincere, you know, to, to have something you're interested in doing too. You know, mm-hmm. I think that kind of that energy comes off. So, but then of course, because Siobhan is my other half, she was like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. And we both thought it was fabulous at first, you know, and then we kind of realized we ran out of topics. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, what I think it's I don't know if it's that we ran out of topics. So like the way that I interpreted how it was, I feel like we started out and everything was great and we were enjoying the material. But honestly, I think that yeah. if we would have tried to keep that format. I don't even know if we would have lasted because we were doing almost yeah. two hour shows in the beginning. If you look at yeah. them, some of them are like an hour and a yeah. half, hour, 45 minutes. Yeah. And so it was yeah. like, that's a really long time just to listen to two people yeah. talk. Um, yeah. And then sometimes some of the topics, I feel like we just got a little bit heavy on them. So yeah. instead of just talking from our like fun personalities, how we felt about it, it was mm-hmm. so heavy mm-hmm. fact based. And then mm-hmm. Sam just thought that like my <laughs> uh, financial mm-hmm. piece, she was like, girl, like this is not realistic for people out in the street. <laughs> 
Um, and then also we just noticed too, like looking at the engagement and seeing what episodes people really engage with us. And I think we even find now that for whatever reason, people enjoy episodes the most when we're talking about sex or when we're talking about dating and love. It doesn't matter what we think we want. That's what the listeners want to hear. So it's important that we're putting something out that people want to hear. Otherwise, we wouldn't even have a show. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So speaking of sex and our favorite shows of the year, this one was mine. Um, what was it called? It's like sex. Um, sex talking therapy. About sex. Let's talk about sex or sex therapy. We we did that show three times before it actually oh, aired because we kept right. having, and it was named three different things each time because we kept having um, technical difficulties with the um, host, <clears throat> or them at the host, but the guest. Mm-hmm. So finally we got the show to go and it ended up being sex therapy as the ending result. And I think like, that show to me was really cool because first of all there was something i learned and i don't i don't you know we all know sam is just kind of like eh, about dating and love or whatever but it there was a piece on that that she talked about sex being a sex therapist in its totality and how you know sometimes i think people look at sex therapy and shame it you know because sex is such an intimate personal thing Mm -hmm. but there's so many relationships that could use some sex therapy you know absolutely you know so i think like having that candid conversation about it was really important because if i'm in a relationship if i'm married let's say and the sex is bad, I really don't think I'm gonna stay married, you know, cause it's just such an important piece. The 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 intimacy of it all, the, the you know, mm, physical result of it. I mean, you're using your bodies literally with each other. And if you're not getting any pleasure out of it, then you're just getting, a, your body's just, it's nasty, it's yucky, it's nasty, it's yucky, blah, blah, blah. So it's good to have sex therapists, you know, out there who can help us, you know, or people through that whole process of um, gaining more intimacy in their relationship and understanding the central reason maybe why each partner isn't having um, a good time in the bed, you know? Um, could it be a psycho- a psychological thing? Because she talked about that a little bit and how sh- if she saw trauma, she could refer out to another therapist because sex therapy is just a specialization. She is a therapist, you know what I mean? And yeah. it's entirely, she's been trained in all those different areas. She just specializes in sex therapy. And I mm-hmm. think like she's that an was MFT, another piece. So marriage and family therapist counselor. Um, mm-hmm. So that's she her definitely. specialty yeah that's her specialty mm-hmm. but she was saying just like a doctor goes through med school they learn all aspects you know right. of being Absolutely. a doctor but they specialize in one thing so it was like cool you know this one person cannot just look at you and say well you have bad sex because you know you're just doing it wrong you know it could be a issue underlining issue like she was talking about someone who had um a trauma from being abused as a child and that was interfering with her being able to connect with her partner and getting those things worked out was important for her to be able to actually enjoy having sex you know so it was really interesting how that goes and and I really hope that the listeners from that um, show were able to really kind of broaden their horizons on the way they see sex it is a personal thing but it doesn't have to be 
um, a bad experience for both parties. There are people out there who can help. Oh, and then she did that one thing. She, this is okay. So truth be told, this was also one of my favorite pieces of this. You remember that she was talking about um, that? I don't know what she called it, but it was like day one through the five you can't touch each other you can only do oh, yes i want to call it desensitization because that's yes, what we some, call it in my yeah. field but i'm not sure if that's what she was calling it so it's like you Ugh, it was yourself, amazing and then you slowly work up that intimacy which is i think a really great mm-hmm. thing I mean, I don't even need to be having problems with sex to do that because I could just imagine after you get done touching each other for a week and you can't like kiss each other, but then you can kiss each other, you know, moving into the full sex. It's like a extended foreplay. That was awesome. Right. I was going to say the build up for that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that was my favorite, one of my favorite shows. So one of my favorite shows, taking it back all the way to the beginning was way, um, way back. (laughs) The episode that we did with Samlit, and it was about representation in mm-hmm. Hollywood, specifically Asian representation, mm-hmm. but I just feel like representation mm-hmm. in general is so important. And I thought he brought a really right. nice perspective to the show um, with the things that he was trying to do. And even if you remember in that episode, we were saying how, like, Sam is just always go, 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 go. And Samlet was saying how he had to kind of take a break, step away from things. Mm -hmm. And when Mm -hmm. Sam and I met, she was like, oh my gosh, you're always talking about, like, relax and, like, take time and give yourself grace. (laughs) And it's just so interesting to see, like, how over the years Sam has definitely come around to, like, take more of that (laughs) in. Um, She's doing some, like, really great things in her personal life that we don't always talk about on this show, but I'm just really so proud of her. Um, And what I think is really cool about that episode is that it kind of links how we met, because, again, we've said we met Mm -hmm. in, like, the Asian man, black woman community. So Mm -hmm. talking to Asian men and their experiences um, with you know representation was important because we were kind of expecting to have that demographic as listeners for Mm -hmm. our show Mm -hmm. but i think you know our show is i mean not anything to the men that are listening but i feel like our show is more geared toward a woman perspective on things Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. especially as we are two women Mm -hmm. um But it's just so interesting to see also how much like a year has changed. Like that episode would be really relevant right now. Um, Mm -hmm. So many people are talking about, you know, like activism and, you know, just making sure that people are represented. So to hear that voice um, and see that that was something that was important then and it's just as important now, I think is very valid. And I just speak on that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just to speak on that too, to what you were saying, then a year ago that was a huge deal it was agent you know hashtag representation was a movement mm-hmm. i think it's died down quite a bit though what do you think no i think it's still out there so i think you just have to like be in the circles for it because i've definitely especially mm-hmm. like with everything that's gone on mm-hmm. you guys are watching tv it's 2020 it's been crazy i have definitely right. gone to over corona some like asian american things online through youtube through some of the people that i follow on instagram so i'm gonna butcher his name and i apologize ahead of time but i believe it's (laughs) simu lee um he plays the brother on kim's convenience he's a chinese canadian actor he's actually gonna be the next superhero um for marvel 
I don't know what the superhero is but if you're like really big on comic books you probably already know which one it is so he's definitely bringing up you know a whole group of kids that will be so into seeing themselves represented in a superhero then we had that movie I, I cannot talk today. I don't know what it is, guys. So please just bear with me. But I think it was called Abominable, which was super, super cute about the kids that they found like an abominable snowman and like he's going to help them. But they were Asian kids. And what was pretty cool about that movie was that it was just like any other movie that you would see. It was about mm-hmm. what they were trying to do is get this creature back home to his family. It wasn't about, oh, these kids are Asian, so let's be in China and talk about all these things. It was an opportunity mm-hmm. for Asian kids to just see themselves as characters in any other kind of movie and not like, oh, it's special because we're Asian. You know, like when white people make mm-hmm. movies, it's not like, oh my gosh, these are white people and they're doing these things because they're mm-hmm. white. It's just like, no, this is the show. So that was good. And then also there's Mulan coming up. Yeah, I am obsessed with Mulan. Like I have loved Mulan yes. since... The first one came out in the yes. 90s. Sam and I went to Disney. I got my Mulan coffee cup <laughs> and now it's coming out. Like, So I think that they're definitely doing things. Obviously, it could be more. I'm not Asian, so I don't mm-hmm. know how Asian people feel about the direction that they're going. But I think it's definitely mm-hmm. a step in the right direction, especially like with all this corona craziness that's going on. Right. People have really been bashing the Asian community. So I think it's positive for them to have something that comes up. So I think that representation, whether it's for Asian people, black people, Latino people, I think it's definitely mm-hmm. important that we keep having that. So like I said, I feel like that episode is a timeless episode. We could probably put that episode on in five years and it would still be relevant. Mm-hmm. What about you? What are some of your other favorite episodes? Well, that was one of my favorites. So I think the next two we share the next mm-hmm. two. So we, we you guys, we were trying to pick three episodes each. And of course, I only we only have one different episode <laughs> So <laughs> out of the three we each picked. And so I enjoyed the Sunlit, you know, um, episode as well. That was our first episode. Mm-hmm. So that was really good. And he did an excellent job speaking about himself. And then my next favorite one, actually, Siobhan, I'm going to let you go and talk about this one because you probably have more things to say and I'll just kind of agree. Okay. <laughs> so my next favorite episode, just because of who I am, was the hair episode. I can talk about natural hair and just hair in general at any point in time. That was a super long episode because um, we were just talking and experiencing and sharing as black women what it's like to go through things with our hair and how diverse the hair experience is among black women. Like, I don't know if you guys ever re listened yeah. to the episodes, My but there goodness. was a point where I said, Well, you could just spray water on your hair and tie it down. And Sam was like, What? You're going to spray water on your hair? And just her reaction was so great. She was like, No, that's not going to happen. So I think it's always fun to like see what works for everyone's hair. Um, some things that stand out too are like wash and goes. Wash and goes were so mm-hmm. big in the natural community, and Sam's mm-hmm. able to do one, and I'm not. I call no, it a wash I and go. But you've done yeah, it and I sent me pictures, can. and I've seen it, and I think it's been cute and wearable for outside. Yeah. But not like everyday wear, which is so I think like washing goes when I see it on people with on like YouTube videos, they look so nice. 
you know and it's like i can wear that to work i can you know what i mean like the way they look girl right. i can wear mine to the store and back and then i better put it up <laughs> that's about how as long as it's gonna take it put that up right now so like the wash and go is still a unicorn i think for me and, yeah. and i still when i saw your hair the last time you washed it and you could totally do a wash and go it's cute no that's because so that's because it was wet with no product in it i feel mm-hmm. like once it starts to dry and yeah. i probably said this on that show before but like the front left side of my head dries almost straight like as if i blew mm-hmm. it out that's mm-hmm. just how it is and then the rest of my hair is like kind of got like a wave curl thing going on and i just think the wash and go <laughs> is such a lie because they're not washing and going and they should no. be like wash in 45 minute five step <laughs> process that would be more accurate but when they said wash and go i literally just was like okay wash my hair and then you know put some leave-in conditioner and go mm-hmm. um and that just doesn't work for me that's not something that i'm able to capture with my hair right um Mm -hmm. but in the whole year that we filmed this show filmed this show or i guess record this show because we're not really filming um we thought about it we thought about it it. yeah i i don't know like and maybe that's something we can talk about the end like where we want to see our show go but um yeah i feel like I've definitely had moments where I wanted to leave the natural community because mm-hmm. it's a lot of work. <laughs> and, you yeah. know, when it's already twisted up or I have a style for the week, it's fine. But I was at a point mm-hmm. where I was just dreading, dreading when I had to, mm-hmm. like, untwist it, detangle it, <laughs> wash it, twist it back up. It's so mm-hmm. much work. Um, well, we have to say, though, Siobhan has a lot of hair a lot of hair so that that's you know one of the reasons i think she is so like oh my gosh you know overwhelmed because she has so much hair and nobody ever wants to help me don't have hair (laughs) i I make a joke i was telling some friends i was like i'll make tacos and margaritas like come over help me and i know (laughs) i just almost two weeks ago now i got my hair done from a lady that i found on instagram she does a beautiful work i watched her Mm -hmm. for months and i was like you know what i'm just going to take a chance because Mm -hmm. so here's something too like that's a hot topic i guess in natural hair is trimming right so Mm -hmm. i needed a trim and i knew things Mm -hmm. were bad when it was like late at night and i'm watching a youtube video on how to trim my own hair because i have the scissors to do it and i was like you know what this is a problem i was like i need to book an appointment (laughs) right now because if i take scissors to my head it's gonna be a tragedy um so i'm glad that i was able to stop myself and i just took that chance Mm -hmm. and i went and i was like you know what if it's messed up it's messed up but i had just reached I reached a wall and I was like, I'm done with this. Mm -hmm. So that Mm -hmm. was just something that I really enjoyed because like I said, I could talk about hair all the time. I feel like it changes, it grows, we cut it, we color it, we put weave, Mm -hmm. wigs, all of those things. Um, Mm -hmm. Those are options for us. As I've said before, I don't really do anything with my hair. Like my hair is straight right now and I've reverted to my old style that I talked about. I have a part on one side, it's in a ponytail, braided up and that's it. <laughs> I just, I'm not like a fussy person when it comes to hair. Straight, natural, just like whatever. What about you, Sam? 
you know how I am. I, you guys, me and my hair, well, it's not even that. I have a problem with work, I think. You know, like, I I am a, in a professional setting, right? And pretty, mm-hmm. I don't want to say high up, but I'm, I'm not, I'm pretty high up. I'm somewhat high up, you know? And so when I go to work, I want to give, I want to represent going back to what we were just saying you know mm-hmm. i want to represent my culture i want to represent my people i want to be the best of the best i want people to you know there's so much um misunderstandings out there about black people and black women in general like we're aggressive or this with that you know so whenever i go to work i want to make sure i'm putting my best foot forward to represent you know my community the best way possible and that i think is something i put on myself it's not something that anyone asked me to do <laughs> you know let me be clear about that that is all on sam so it's very important to me to have my hair done correctly like i freak out if my hair is not right when i go to work and i recently started to do that rod what is it called flexi rod thing and because yes. I, I was trying to yeah set. i was trying to find a right i was trying to find a um a style that i can use for the week because i got like mm-hmm. like you were saying i'm sick of doing my hair every day i got sick of doing my hair every day especially after covid so like i'm back at work you guys i'm back in the office and i'm back seeing people which is a whole deal from like three or four months of me not even doing my hair like i'm gonna be completely honest i just was like wow here it is you know and mm-hmm. it was like once every two weeks maybe i would touch it Otherwise, I wasn't. I wasn't even really caring about how my hair looked. Um, so now I have to do my hair again. I was like, "Oh, this is this is not cool," you know. So I was trying to find something that I could just do once and be done with it, and just kind of like you know, put some stuff in it, you know, and just keep it hydrated or whatever, and go on. Well, that flexi ride is not for Sam. My me and my four C hair. You can do it. It's agree. just practice, girl. It is practice. And once it you was get it too down, much, I had to so do it happy. every night. I had to do it no. every night. What I did? No, Why? I had to do it every night because because every day when I got home, it was a whole mess. And in the mornings, girl, I didn't even want to deal right with the idea of what happens. Yeah, so I was just like, forget this. It's just too much for me. This is counterproductive to what I'm trying to do. I will wrap this stuff up and take my ten minutes in the morning and curl it. So the swoop is back, and oh, it's snap, straight. Yeah, swoop. This swoop that Samantha has, okay, it might sound like the silliest thing, but it is fantastic. I love it so much. If my hair could do the swoop, I probably would wear my hair straight every day just to be like, yeah. yes, I'm fly. I have this swoop. I is that what you call it? A swoop? I just call it a swoop. I don't know. I don't I, know. You call it a swoop, so I call this swoop. <laughs> but it's just, that's what it's like, swoop, and it's just, it's everything and it just makes it like i have the stupidest smile on right now because it's just (laughs) so nice and i just love it that was one thing that i absolutely love that she does with her hair so so i I mean listen i understand you know because honestly if i lived in arizona i don't know i probably would just have braids all the time or you know like when they put the extensions in and I'll be like, listen, every three months I'm going to do my hair and that's the end of it. And see, and that's the thing, the heat too, you guys. So like having natural hair in Arizona is a challenge. It's a challenge. But, you know, I feel very strongly about making, you know, being at work, 
mind you folks i'm saying at work because on the weekends i may look like a little boy i don't know (laughs) but at work because i don't care like on the weekends i'm just like it's the weekend i'm not going through all that you know unless i'm going somewhere but when during the week i'm full like hold on let's do it fashion walk we need to you know do it but that's the only time I care about my hair and that's how I feel about my hair so I can talk about hair all the time because it's very important to me to look nice when you have somewhere to be outside of that I don't I don't really care like it's the weekend I'm like when I get done with this podcast today I have my hair currently wrapped up in a scarf I'm gonna put a hat over it and leave my house that's how much I care about my hair on the weekends that's so funny yep which is such a because i have i've texted you in the last two weeks like breaking down because of my hair when at work that is true i can't that is true yeah i mean it's a source of stress pride love it's it's a whole story black women and our natural hair so i definitely think that was one of my favorite episodes because we just really like again we went on for almost two hours (laughs) we could do that we could go on talking everything so that was one of my favorite episodes and then sam you want to take the next one yes this one we share too um Mm -hmm. so we shared so the one that's different for uh siobhan and i is the hair she that was one of her favorites and the sex uh, therapy was one of my favorites and then we share sunlit and we're sharing this one too which is um our last episode when we did the dateline review of unraveled that was super fun i really enjoyed doing that like i listened to a lot of true crime so it was so fun for me to be able to you know try to take that information from Dateline and make it my own and put my own personality into that information without having to do all of the work. Someone else did it. So that was even better. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was really fun for me to do that show. And and I loved how, you know, like I told the story and then Siobhan did like her synopsis of everything, you know, like more detail it was really i think a good mix of the two because i really just wanted i didn't realize that i wanted to tell the story nor did i know how that was going to go but you guys don't know this but when we first started the show <laughs> i was telling the story <laughs> and then i kept interrupting her no she i had sense to her i was like here this is how it goes i was like sam you was like you need to just do this because you have a different vision i don't know where you are going with it i'm like okay we have to stay in these bullet points and if you've been with us from the beginning you can see that like in the beginning of the show i'm like okay we're gonna do you know number a and then we're gonna number a okay of course number a (laughs) then we're gonna do you know the next one and she was like i'm just gonna be jumping in i was like sam just go but she I got also, so mad, you guys. No, I wasn't mad, but I was just like, well, what does she want to talk about? What is she going to say? So we just switched it up. I think it was still a good fit. And I think also, like, oh, for sure. that's something about, like, the nature of our friendship um, and how mm-hmm. I think we were able to do the podcast for so long. I feel like for some people, that could have been an issue. They'd have been like, well, then I'm not going to do it or whatever. And I'm just like, <laughs> all right, let her talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, we go on and I feel like we feed off of each other very well and i feel like mm-hmm. we're just i don't want to say that i have a i don't care attitude but i've said this on the show before 
unless I feel very, very strongly about something, I'm able to go with the flow. And because she kept interrupting, mm-hmm. I could see that this was something <laughs> that she was passionate about. So it was really the right thing to let her take the lead. And I think that in friendships, in business, relationships, I think it's always important to see when somebody's strength is there and be able to let that shine through and mm-hmm. not, you know, mm-hmm. have conflict and issues. Um I really enjoyed that episode too. Mm-hmm. Um, it was something very different from what we've done previously. It got me thinking about places we could go with the show in the future. And then mm-hmm. I think we did do an episode on the fact that we both just really love like true crime and like cops. Mm-hmm. America's Most Wanted, like all of those mm-hmm. kind of shows. So it was fun to bring that into um, what we do here on the podcast. And then I also liked mm-hmm. that we were also disseminating information about like if you're in a domestic abuse situation how to get help so it was a fun Mm -hmm. and informative thing and i thought we blended it together really nicely yeah i agree and then you know what i yeah you can go ahead i was gonna say because i'm gonna change it up a little bit so i don't know if you want to talk about that one because i was gonna say while we were sitting here talking one more episode popped in as one of my favorites so i just wanted to touch on that a little bit yeah So I don't know if anybody will remember this episode because obviously when I was sitting down to think of my three, it didn't just pop up. But in talking for this show, I was like, we would really be remiss if we didn't put this one up. Um, Again, I'll reiterate for the millionth time, Sam and I met in a AMBW group, right? That is Mm -hmm. the basis of the friendship and how it got started and we've Mm -hmm. moved on. So we did have an episode strictly on interracial dating um and we had a guest on that show michael and michael is korean from canada so getting his perspective on dating and um interracial relationships it was just interesting to see and to get a male perspective because that's something Mm -hmm. that i still find in the ambw world is there's so many black women that are looking for asian Mm -hmm. men and there's Mm -hmm. i don't i won't say hardly any but there's not a lot of asian Mm -hmm. men in the groups and when they are they're questionable men either Mm -hmm, they don't mm -hmm. talk or excuse me they're only looking for sex or they're just Mm -hmm. not solid like something is off um so i think that's it was nice to have him because he was a good person he's very well spoken Mm -hmm. and calm and just giving his input on that and i think you know we learn we grow when we first started this podcast sam wanted to like change it up to be more like specifically all dating and romance and i was like no i don't want to do that (laughs) um i just felt like we're two single women i don't know Mm -hmm. if i would say that we're jaded but i just (laughs) like i'm over online dating i'm never doing online dating again so why am i going to talk about people dating like what Mm -hmm. are we doing um But I thought that that was a very nice, fair, and balanced episode on dating. Um, And dating can be a beautiful thing, and it can be happy, and it can be functional and healthy. But unfortunately, it's just that's not what we see all the time. So sometimes when people get together to talk about relationships, it always highlights on that part. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we did a really good job being well-rounded with that one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm glad we didn't go down that direction because I don't even date anymore. Like, I'm, I'm over it. I'm just like, give me some money. I want money. Right. So. And everybody that knows me knows I'm going to meet my husband in the butter aisle right, at the supermarket. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. that's where my dating exactly. is at right now. So we've <laughs> all been stalking butter aisles on your behalf. <laughs> I'm just saying. Organic. <laughs> Organic butter. I've been looking. I'm like, hey, do you know a girl named Siobhan? She too likes vegan butter. <laughs> you know, so we'll see. I told Sam, I think I texted her. I said, you know, there's never any men over by the vegan butter. It's always women. So like, this might not work Who out. Who are probably I- buying the vegan butter for their husbands. Because okay. no man is going to, like, do that by himself. <laughs> I don't know many. But, you know, this is a new age. This is a new age. We have new men. That's, I think, the other issue is just, like, Men have changed from when we were growing up. And even our our counterparts in our age group have changed. And it's weird because I haven't. You haven't. We still have, I think, an idea of what relationships should be like. But it's it's evolved beyond, I think, our understanding. Because, you know, we grew up, not to date us, but we grew up before cell phones. You know, we were dating mm-hmm. before cell phones became uh, a standard. Like everyone has one. This was, cell phones were out, but they were like the big bulky kind, you know, um, that you couldn't take with you. And they were like half the size mm. of your face or, you know, like all that stuff. So it wasn't until high school, I think, that I actually got a cell phone. And it was the prepaid, you can't talk before seven, you know what I mean? Like that whole yeah. deal. You only have 500 minutes and you had no unlimited minutes after 9 p.m. But, you know, at that age, we were supposed to be in bed at 9.30. So it was like, really? So it was like back <laughs> in those way days. Back. Yes. Way back. I'm going way back. And so so in turn, we had to be creative. We had to use communicate different kinds of ways to communicate. I wrote a lot of letters. It was a lot of letter passing going on. Like, you like mm-hmm. me and this is how I feel. I'm I, Aaliyah sung. I'm writing you a four page letter. It was a real deal in my life. Right. <laughs> So I'm just like, I would write letters and express myself and my feelings and all these things, you know, so I was really good at that. And and then the guy would write a letter back. And so he would express his feelings to Now it's just like no one is saying anything about anything. No one cares about your feelings. You know what I mean, it's just so different yeah. right now. So different. And it's just you know like everyone is. What's that? Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, it's so interesting to what you're saying. I don't think I had shared this with you offline, but everyone knows if you've been listening, like I discovered Reddit a few months ago (laughs) and I like love Reddit. And so there was this group, I don't remember where it is, but I clicked on like one question and then it linked to another question and it was really talking about this. And this woman, I think it was like a forever alone subreddit or something. And it was a woman Mm -hmm. saying how she felt that she couldn't post in the forever alone post so she had posted in this other group that i follow i think it was like Mm -hmm. women over 30 or something whatever it was she was saying how like she's you know fit she's beautiful has a good career she's doing all these things and she keeps running into bad men bad dates Mm -hmm. you know she sleeps with them they ghost her like all these terrible things and Mm -hmm. so i started reading like the replies right And so the men were like, that's the thing. Like, you made these bad choices to stay with these men. You probably turned down, like, all these, you know, really good guys because they didn't fit 
XYZ, one of your qualities. And then some people were like, oh, you know, that's a really interesting perspective. I never thought of it like that. But then somebody Mm -hmm. made this comment that stuck with me and they were like, this is why, you know, dating doesn't really work out. They're like, when it comes to dating, men, oh gosh, I'm going to forget it. It's like men are dying of hunger in the no i'm killing it but it was something about men are in the <laughs> desert and then like women like because it's to describe <laughs> samantha thought that was very funny it's something about like men oh this is what it is men are dying of thirst in the desert women are dying of thirst in the ocean right so oh, his nice. point was that like men they're they need water because no women are coming to talk to them they can be on online dating and they can send out 400 you know hello well-crafted emails the women never write back women are surrounded by water but it's not good water to drink and i was like that is such a wonderful way to look at it but how do we fix that and i think what happens is is that on a basic level women are looking for love right we want someone to love and every woman has a different idea of what love is but overall i feel like for women love is like i want to get married have a good husband Mm -hmm. have a home have kids men want love too but what they really want i feel like is sex that's what men want they Mm want to have access to women so they can have access to sex and so women sleep with men because they think that they're going to get love and men are like well no that's not how you get love it's just sex and it makes this really bad circle that really messes up relationships because there was like over a hundred comments and i just sat there reading them all and that's what (laughs) it seemed to be (laughs) because i was like wow i was like every single comment like people had good things to say but almost every woman was saying well this man just wanted sex and then men were trying to bring it to well at least you had the opportunity to have sex like what like she said that he stole her credit card you know he oh my goodness. was hitting her he was doing these things but they couldn't see that all they could see was that the women had opportunities to have sex and so i think that's what men so are looking i for. i have to agree to disagree on that part now i'm mm-hmm. I, I, I think that men can fall in love, but I think what you were you were hitting on a point that's just kind of like men see love differently. Absolutely. And women see it like we're willing to date someone who's not really our so quote unquote standard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my gosh. We could have a whole show on that. <laughs> yeah, we could have a whole show on that. And we're willing to do that. We're willing to make concessions way more than men are. So men will sleep with you, but they will not love you. But then you see like the the knockouts. Men can fall in love quickly. And they like love this woman because she checks all their boxes. For you yeah. know, if they're not willing to give so many concessions you know like oh you know uh, i'll hit that but i'm not like going to love that you know because she has love handles or because she has short hair or because she's not the right color or because you know what i mean like but she'll still hit that though don't get it wrong you know she can be a beautiful person but she doesn't check off these i think more physical yeah that's what i mean attributes Mm -hmm. that men like you know and that of course is the standard of whatever society deems as beautiful at the moment and that is what i think men are more visual than women we are all about 
you know, you can be okay, you know, not everything, but just right. But you have a beautiful personality, you have things going for you, blah, blah, blah. We're willing to do that. Men, not so much. So it's just like, it's hard because, you know, men are looking for this golden ticket and women we don't have an option to do a golden ticket because as much as men love these women who have golden tickets they're not golden tickets themselves so it's kind of like hello "Hmm." (laughs) you know what i mean so i'm just kind of confused like hmm but it's true you know because i know some i you are such a wonderful person you know like you have a beautiful personality you're gorgeous to me and you know like you have all these great things going on for you you. (laughs) but then you have yeah and then you have you have these guys who are looking mm. for this golden ticket? You know, she's white. I think she's my picker blonde, is she's broken. Blue eye. <laughs> she's I picked white. The wrong ones. Well, no, because men are looking for this woman. She and I'm saying she's white, and people are like, "No, nah, my man like black women." Okay, great. But statistically speaking, you know, that is becoming a non thing. Like more interracial relationships are happening. Less same same race relationships between black and white black people at least are happening you know so that's just the thing those are statistics and we talked about that in one show so statistically i think like the standard is white women you know that's just how it is this is a white america and that's all you see on everything white women blonde skinny white women you know Mm -hmm. or some some kind of I'm not ever going to be that then woman, you know, and that is the standard. And so you have men who are looking for that and they're just never going to find that in the normal day to day woman. So we end up being, you know, tossed aside because, you know, we're good enough Mm -hmm. to hit it, but not good enough to keep it. No matter how nice we are, no matter how wonderful and how many great things we have going on, the train wreck with the size zero will always overtake us. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, Like, seriously. So I don't even care anymore because I'm not I'm not I'm not changing me to be with someone, you know, like we work out. Siobhan and I both work out, but we're doing it for reasons that have nothing to do with men. Like, I just want to be healthy so I can haunt my kids more longer. You know, I, you know, these are reasons why I'm doing it. I'm not doing it because I want to look good for you because I'm selfish and petty as fuck. So my pettiness (laughs) is has already said i'm gonna lose all this weight but i'm gonna stay single because nobody back then you what's the same back then you didn't want me didn't now want i'm me hot you all up on me no yes, thank you girl. no thank exactly. you exactly so i'm petty that was it was aside from what we were actually talking about but i just do that do think that you know men will fall in love it's just they're looking for a certain woman and they're less likely to look past that thing than we are as women so that's what yeah, I, I mean think. i think that's definitely that sounds accurate that's definitely good but overall those were mm-hmm. my favorite episodes do you have any other pop-up episode no but think i think of? it was cool that i didn't think of anything but the sex one that says a lot about me <laughs> you talked about you know what i mean like i was i always look at that like when we go back it's like I didn't think about relationships. That didn't even cross my mind. So, you know, that fourth thing that came up was, oh, the sex one was really good. <laughs> but okay, so, so now yeah. let me ask you this. Where do you see or where would you like to see the podcast go in the next year, six months? Um, and then I'll answer as well. Okay. 
we're everything in between you know so mm-hmm. i just i like that i you know i did you come up with that name i don't remember I yeah the fine came up with the concept and the name as we changed over in january of 2020 and it was the best thing i think we've done for the podcast because it gives us the ability to um talk about whatever we want Mm -hmm. i mean and you guys have seen that we have shows out there right now there's just nothing but us babbling about nonsense and (laughs) and (laughs) i'm totally okay with that and I'm totally okay with that. And I love that we can do that. So just to continue with that concept, I would like to see us do like all kinds of different things to add into our show, which include like true crimes, like what we did last week. I would like to see more episodes like that. And I know we have one coming up that we have to start working on um, for October, the whole month of October. I think we have true crime episodes, yeah. right? Yeah, that's what we said we wanted to do. And it's so cool because we came up with that idea while doing another show. And we were like, hey, that could Mm -hmm. be something um, that we try. And then we did it this week and we are last week and we both definitely enjoyed it. So Mm -hmm. that's definitely a good thing. What else? More to come come on that. I don't know. I don't know. I just um, I'm trying not to be selfish because I'm really into true crime, you know, so I'm trying not to be like, oh, we're going to turn the stone to, you know, (laughs) try not to do that because it seems like I don't know. Sometimes your top your your personal stuff comes into your you know your hobbies and your work stuff. So I'm trying not to do that because I really do like true crime. So but I don't want that to be the subject of our show. You know we still have other stuff to talk about. But I like our shows where we just kind of um, you know shoot the shit. I like that too. Yeah. Those more fun. Those. I think for me, like I'm, I don't, I don't know why, but I feel very sentimental about the podcast. So I've been thinking about it a lot lately, um, and I could say, like, I'm honestly shocked and surprised that I'm still involved with the podcast. Um, yeah, a year later, not because of anything that happened like between Sam or I or just anything, but like I have a very like. Um, I don't know like maybe it's because you do stuff and it kind of fizzles and i feel like yeah like i let my work take over Mm -hmm. my life like i get very like i don't don't know how to explain Mm -hmm. it but my life Mm -hmm. definitely blurs my life my work definitely blurs that like okay work is over and i should leave the stress Mm -hmm. of work at work and now i'm home Mm -hmm. so i tend to Mm -hmm. let that like take over my life and then i just kind of stop doing things that i enjoy because Mm -hmm. i'm like no i just want to like zone out i don't want to think about it but i really enjoyed doing the podcast so i felt like okay Mm -hmm. it was easy for me to continue to do it um and it definitely I've learned a lot of things about myself mm-hmm. things that I like things that I don't like communication styles um I learned how to use some tools that I hadn't used mm-hmm. previously so that was like good for me growth and development um like Sam had mentioned we um had talked about adding our 
images to this more, whether it be, you know, doing videos on Instagram or starting a YouTube. And that kind of popped up in my head again, will we ever do it? You know, just thinking about it honestly and sincerely. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, I don't know how I feel about that because I don't know how I feel about like my actual physical image being out there. Obviously Mm -hmm. our voices are out there. Anybody can Mm -hmm. always come and find these episodes that we have made, but I feel Mm -hmm. like it's just something about your image that's out there. So that's something that I'm thinking of about the podcast. Um, Something else that I have been thinking about is, like I said, I really enjoyed Sam, really enjoyed that true crime episode. Mm -hmm. So I had mentioned to her, like, maybe if we, you know, pick a show and we do like a review and that interaction um, and our thoughts and opinions, because I feel like that would provide us a way to, you know, we could still shoot the shit and Mm -hmm. put our own two cents into Mm -hmm. it. We could have something factual. I think that that sits, you know, nicely with us and maybe, you know, have a theme month. So maybe we start the month with Mm -hmm. a show or something like that. Um, And then it's different each week following. But definitely thinking of how we can grow and change i'm excited to see where it goes Mm -hmm. and i'm excited Mm -hmm. um to have the listeners that we Mm -hmm. have and that people have listened for a whole year that means obviously Mm -hmm. you guys like us and so we're very happy Mm -hmm. if i could change one thing about the podcast to make it different is I would love to have more interaction from you guys, like Mm -hmm. your thoughts, your opinions. You like our stuff on Facebook. Um, But I would love to just hear some comments, some thoughts. I know Sam had told me like, hey, you listen to podcasts. Do you email your people? Do you talk to them? And I was like, no, I don't. don't. Good point. (laughs) (laughs) But it would be nice to interact. But that's where I'm feeling about the podcast. I'm excited for the future. And I'm really glad that Mm -hmm. I got involved. Sam, anything yeah, you want to say? Absolutely. Nope. I, I'm I'm so proud of us. You know, and I'm like you with that respect that I'm shocked that a year later we're still doing this. So we we did really good. So <laughs> thank you for listening. Thank you for being here for a year and here's to another year. Yes. Have a great week, you guys. We'll talk to you next time.